Hi, it's Richard from the Story Walk Podcast. The Story Walk Podcast is composed of real stories that I make up while I am out hiking, snowshoeing, skiing, and backpacking with my children. You may notice background noise during the podcast due to the real nature of recording these stories in the outdoors. The Story Walk Podcast is supported by 10adventures.com. Go on 10 adventures to find great family adventures in over 60 countries on Earth. Imagine a family-friendly safari in the Serengeti, exploring Inca ruins in Peru, a cycling holiday on car-free roads in Germany, and many, many more great ideas. To find all the great family adventure ideas and to make memories that will last a lifetime, check out 10adventures.com family. Now, on to today's story. This is part three of the Detective Brothers at Rat Cabin. Recall in previous episodes, the Detective Brothers went out to Rat Cabin for their summer holiday. It was a beautiful cabin on a long lake with a terrible name, Rat Cabin. The Detective Brothers were a bit worried about going, but once they got there, they found it was kind of neat. When they went out paddle boarding on the lake, their dad saw something really spooky. It looked like it was part bear, part man. When they came back to their house, their dad realized they had seen a Sasquatch, a mythical being that hid and traveled in deep mountain forests. They were worried, would the Sasquatch attack? Their car was too far to get to before night came. So they had to spend another night at their cabin. But luckily, the detective brothers were good at pranks and their parents asked them, can you please build us some pranks to defend us? Sure enough, they'd use axes and frying pans and crazy glue. Crazy glue? Yes, William had brought crazy glue. They'd also use special spicy chewing gum and other things and they'd even made some shields. The lights were out and it was dark. Everything was still, but you could hear the breathing of the detective brothers and their parents. They did not know what to expect. And it was clear there was some fear. How powerful were Sasquatches? Were they aggressive? Would they come in the night? The detective brothers weren't sure. The truth is, with all the research Henry had done on his MacBook, there wasn't a lot of information on Sasquatches. Other than, in some places, they were known as Bigfoot for their very large feet. Some believed the Sasquatch was related to the Yeti, a mysterious animal living high in the Himalayas. But the Yeti as well was not well known. With all the work Henry had done on his computer, he had realized there just wasn't enough information to make a decision. That's why the whole family had prepared, but they felt safe. The moon rose and the forest around the cabin stayed quiet. Maybe the Sasquatch wouldn't come. The family watched the time. Midnight, 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m. The clock ticked by. Some of the family even dozed, falling asleep. But then, at 4.42 a.m., they heard what sounded like footprints. What's that? said Alex. William looked out the window. 
There was something moving. There's something out there, said William. Their mom looked out. Oh no. Just then, they heard a jangle of pots and pans. Henry decided to build a tripwire outside. Ooh! As the pans jangled, the Sasquatch had walked over the piece of string and made all the pans jangle together. And in doing so, the Sasquatch had fallen over. Henry's dad looked at him. It sounds big. Henry looked up. Usually Sasquatches are between seven and nine feet tall and weigh between 300 and 500 pounds. That's a lot of information, Henry, said his dad. Let's hope the rest of our defenses work. They heard the Sasquatch stand up and continue walking. Step, step, step. Their mom said, he doesn't look nine feet tall. He, he looks big, but he looks only about six feet tall. The height of a regular man. Impossible, said the detective brother's dad. Look at him, he's enormous. I'm not sure, honey. Just then, they heard the sound. Oh! We got him. The detective brothers had dug a deep hole and covered it with branches. It was a perfect trap to catch a Sasquatch. They looked out. Coming out of the hole was an arm, and then another arm, and then some sort of beast with an enormous puffy head and a puffy body. How did he get out, said William. Alexander looked out. I don't know. Henry piped up. I think the issue was the hole wasn't wide enough so he could just put his feet on one side and his back on the other and work his way up the hole. Oh, said Alex. That's probably what he did, but it was deep. I'm surprised he's not hurt. William piped up. I bet he is hurt. I put some of my Hot Wheels cars right at the bottom. I'm sure they really hurt his feet when he landed on them. <laughs> The boys looked at William. You put your Hot Wheels cars down there? We'll never get them back. That's okay, guys. I'll give up my Hot Wheels cars so that we're safe. The brothers went over and gave William a big hug. That was so kind, William. We know you love those cars. I'm here to take care of my family, said William. They looked out. The Sasquatch was moving around. Just then, he stepped up on the porch. This was one of their best pranks, sitting in a frying pan was an enormous steak. The Sasquatch went to grab the steak. It yelled out. The steak was covered in super glue and super glued to the huge cast iron pan. He picked it up. His hand was now attached to a steak and an enormous black heavy frying pan. Just then, William said, can I do it? Henry said, do it. William pulled a string it unleashed one of the axes right against the wasp nest that was right beside the front door. All of a sudden, you could hear bzzz. Wasps were swarming right by the front desk where the Sasquatch was. All of a sudden, you heard a yell. Ah! Oof! Oh no. The prank had worked just as expected. The Sasquatch had tried to bat away these wasps, but actually it hit himself in his head with the black cast iron pan that was attached to his hand. And he's doing it again and again. He was hitting his shoulder. A bunch of ooh, 
Ooh, ah! The Sasquatch was beating away these incredibly malicious wasps and at the same time beating himself up with this black heavy pan. What a great idea. The Sasquatch ran back down another set of steps off the deck where another trip line was there. He landed in an enormous puddle of mud. Oh, he yelled. Up in the loft of the cabin, the whole family was high-fiving, except for their mom. I'm not sure about this. Are we certain that's a Sasquatch? His voice sounds kind of human. Everybody turned at their mom. What kind of human would come and try and break into a cabin at four in the morning? I agree, said their mom. But it sounds like a human. I'm not sure. They looked out. What they saw was terrifying. A Sasquatch covered in mud. A frying pan on one hand. Bruises all over the body. The Sasquatch was limping and looked quite angry. The Sasquatch realized there had been a lot of pranks. Decided on a new course of action and walked around to the back door to the cabin that came into the kitchen. He tried the door. It was unlocked. Detective Brothers' dad said, Boys, we left the back door unlocked. He's gonna get in. Alexander looked at him. Don't worry, Dad. I don't think he'll like this. They heard the door open. They heard one step. <sighs> then they heard a second foot land. And they heard a blood curdling. Ah! And a loud thud. What do you do? Said the detective brother's dad. Alex piped up. Oh, I just put some forks and steak knives down. Right where I thought the Sasquatch would put his foot when he came in. All the detective brothers high-fived each other. They were real happy. While all the boys were high-fiving in the loft and cheering, they suddenly went very quiet. For downstairs, they could see a beam of a flashlight. The Sasquatch has a flashlight, said Alexander. Henry yelled out, Okay, plan number three. Get the fishing rod, Alex. Okay. William, take the rope. Okay. I'll get the super soaker. Dad, you take the pillows. Their mom said, I'm not really sure about this. Don't worry, honey, said their dad. We'll sort this out. Get ready, said Henry. They heard the footsteps. They looked out. Now, William pulled a string and a spare sleeping bag that had been wrapped tightly with fishing line fell to the ground right on the Sasquatch's head. The Sasquatch went to try and hit their head with the frying pan and started to stumble. Now, said Henry. He looked at Alex. Alex started to reel in on the fishing rod. As he reeled in the line, the Sasquatch started to get turned around in circles as the line was pulled out. There was more groaning from inside the sleeping bag. Ugh. As Alex turned the rod faster, the Sasquatch started spinning faster and faster and faster and groaning louder. And then there was a yell that sounded like, I'm gonna barf. But the boys and the dad ignored that. 
Finally, the fishing rod had drawn in all the line and pulled the sleeping bag off the Sasquatch. He stood there, stumbling around. Henry pointed his super soaker, which was filled with maple syrup, and unleashed the entire barrel right at the Sasquatch. He was now covered in super, super sticky maple syrup. He was so dizzy, he was almost falling over. And then their dad unleashed the feather pillows. He cut a hole, turned on the fan, and feathers blew all over this Sasquatch. The last step was they took a fishing net, threw it on the Sasquatch, and they all jumped on top of him. They heard a disgusting sound. The Sasquatch is sick. We've got it. Their mum looked down. I'm really not sure if that is a Sasquatch. I'm certain he said, I'm feeling sick. Don't worry, honey, said the detective brother's dad. He's a Sasquatch. Look at him. He turned the Sasquatch over and then everybody stepped back. It was a hideous sight, a face covered in wasp bites and bruises, but it looked like a human. Look, Henry, the Sasquatch is almost indistinguishable from a human, their dad said. Um, dad? Look, and his feet are the same size as mine. Even more crazy, he's wearing Levi's. And look, he's got an enormous puffy North Face parka. Where does this Sasquatch shop? Just then the Sasquatch opened his eyes. Up. The Sasquatch speaks English, shouted their dad. Meanwhile, their mom and the three detective brothers had realized what was going on. The Sasquatch started to sit up and their dad leaned down and knocked him back to the ground. You stay down, Sasquatch. Sasquatch? He knows its name, yelled their dad. Just then Henry said, um... Dad? What, Henry? What's that star on his coat mean? A star on his coat? Let's have a look. National Park Ranger. The Sasquatch must have attacked a ranger and stole his coat. Mm, Dad, said Alex, could it be that this actually is a human and he's a ranger? Impossible. We already know he's a Sasquatch. Look at how big he is. Mm, he's smaller than you, Dad. Just then the ranger sat up again. I'm Ranger Tim Thompson. Please stop. Everyone stepped back. The detective brother's dad said, You're a ranger? Please stop, said Ranger Tim Thompson. Please. Uh-oh. Everyone looks at themselves. Just then, the ranger, formerly a Sasquatch, went to touch his face, forgetting he had a frying pan stuck to his hand and hit the side of his head, knocking himself out again. While he was passed out, the detective brothers and their parents undid all of the pranks they'd done. When the ranger came up, he said, please don't hurt me. Henry said, I didn't realize you were actually a human. I'm so sorry. The rest of the family apologized. Ranger Tim Thompson said, I just came here because there's a wind warning tonight. I wanted to make sure the cabin was okay. I didn't want this. 
At that moment, the detective brothers said sorry. They felt terrible. They'd let their emotions get on top of them. Their dad got on his satellite phone and called for help. A couple hours later, doctors arrived. Thankfully, Ranger Tim Thompson was okay. In fact, with a little bit of time, he was actually pretty amazed. He said, that's incredible that you as a family were able to build all these defenses so quickly. You guys are really impressive. But please, never do it again. And with that, the detective brothers said goodbye to the ranger. He went to the hospital and the detective brothers packed up and went home. They never went camping or stayed at the cabin at Rat Lake. The end. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please subscribe and give us a rating. This podcast and all the ideas and characters are copyrighted by myself, Richard. Bye-bye.